Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Good morning, brother. Good morning, brother. Good morning, grandmother. Good morning, my grandsons. Grandmother. You are looking ravishing this morning, grandmother. Thank you, you as well. You look so beautiful, grandmother. We are so happy to see you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> The most beautiful. You are the most radiant woman in all of Great Britain. Thank you. So radiant. That's what grandmother. they tell me. Yes. We love you so much, grandmother. You, brother, are another story. Oh, I'm another story. Broke the family apart, disrespected the crown, and I'm the problem. Grandmother, can you believe this? What bollocks! <laughs> Bloody hell, Bloody hell, you know that's not what happened. That's exactly what happened, my, my Harry. Grandmother, whose side are you on? Harry, William, but I'll still Harry, love you. Harry, why don't you go back to Canada or whatever it is you're... Los Angeles. Yeah, gallivanting around the country while your duties wait for you at home. Don't you miss your duties? No, I have enough duties <laughs> on my own. Well, just know all of us back home are picking up the slack where you and your wife left us. I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry, but I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. I couldn't do it anymore. Do you know how much... (laughs) Do you know how much I would give to be you? No responsibility. No care in the world. You know how much I would give to be you? To be the heir, not the spare. Oh, what I would give to be the spare. (laughs) Let's switch. The prince (laughs) switch. Good morning, everyone. In case you haven't noticed, the Windsor family is coming to you live and in living color from the Toast Studios. Happy Halloween, everyone. Woohoo! Happy Halloween. Happy Toastoween. Grandmother, we love you. We got the Smidgen Studio. Give it up for Grandmother! Grandmother Snitch. How um, do you do? You are being <laughs> fucking crazy. Like, you know when you put on a costume and, like, it kind of gets to you? Like, uh-huh. Harry's getting to you. No, and, like, I didn't know what kind of Harry I was going to be, but I just feel like this, like, party boy Harry Early energy where I'm just like, Grandmother, let's fuck this shit <laughs> up, man! Grandmother, let's hit the clubs, man! <laughs> Oh my god, you're definitely channeling like early 2000s no, not, Harry. Not no, like, this is not Meghan Markle no, Harry. This no. is not like new fatherhood Harry. No, 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 no. It's really Archie, like... 
Yeah, we have Archie right there. You're really like the rebel, Harry. Rebel without a cause. Well, we hope you guys enjoy our costumes. This is now year four. Year four. Wow, that's crazy. Yep, and honestly, this is my favorite one yet. I'm just like really feeling my look, like my linen suit. Honestly, the linen suit is like a vibe on you. No, I know. I was like, I'm gonna save this suit for Zach to try. Yeah, to a wedding on the beach or something. No, it's really a vibe. I see why he enjoys it so much. Yeah, no. Fabulous, fabulous, bloody fabulous. Bravo, you look fabulous in your royal garb. Well, as you know, part of being the next heir to the throne is my royal duties in the Air Force. I know you know nothing about that, brother, seeing as how you spent your formative years in Las Vegas, but I have actually spent lots of time in the Air Force, and it has been one of the most, if not the, gratifying experience of my life. Kate and I are, Catherine and I, are honored to have been a part of the Air Force. It's Quite a wonderful organization. I'm happy for you, brother. Know that I am. Okay. <laughs> grandmother in studio. Grandmother, is this your first podcast? Good question. It is. Yeah, so we've got Queen Elizabeth on the podcast, just like a little too Gran, spectacular. Gran, what are your thoughts on the podcasting medium? I think it's great. I think it's a little saturated. <gasps> However, I think that it's great. I think this is a great one. Gran just... Shading us. <laughs> Gran just shook up the industry. Gran. Gran. <laughs> well, we, of course, are delivering the Fast Five. We're giving you a regular show today, just in our royal garb. And, you know, royal, this is the thing about royalty. And as William would say, like, it's just something you're born into. Like, it's not a choice. It's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I definitely feel that way. Like, I was meant to be royal. The royal life chooses you. You 100%. don't choose it. And it chose me. And I said, no, thank you, brother. Peace <laughs> <laughs> out, brother. That's exactly what you said. You said, not today, brother. Not, not today. today. Well, we, you know, I actually think it might be beneficial for Harry to hear what's been going on at Buckingham Palace since he's been departed for Canada. Yes, Grandmother, how has your quarantine been? It's been lovely. I've had a lot of kettle. Mm. I mean, a lot of tea. A lot of tea. <laughs> and, you know, it's just chilled with the staff. And to be quite honest, the, uh, the palace has, how do you Americans say, uh, a better vibe? <laughs> je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi, without you and Megan, uh, you know, stinking up the place. Wow, brother. Well, but the Los drama. Angeles has a great vibe for me, brother. I'm in Hollywood, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, brother, all I can say is that your presence is not missed, and the palace is doing better, great, without you, and that's... That's all we invited you here to say, brother. Good. Well, when I left the palace, that's all that I wanted. I wanted the best for everyone, including me and my family. Mm. How was the, the little champ, by the way? Oh, he's such a cute, sweet, crunchy angel boy. The man. <laughs> yes. The man, Archie, so crunchy. He actually is really cute. He's really cute. Yeah, he's really cute. That's your great, great grandson. And brother? And brother. Would you like to ask how my children are? How is the family? The future heir to the thrones. How is the family, brother? The family's just delightful. You know, Kate is just popping them out left and right, even though I didn't even know we had sex still, but (laughs) she's just popping them out left, right, left, right. It's fucking wild. And the kids, they're just getting so big and so annoying, and (laughs) I just don't know what to do because... (laughs) 
I'm from Africa now. <laughs> <laughs> the accent's very hard. The accent—it's hard to stay in it when you're. No, so I literally go from like British to French to Australian. To Australian. I feel to like part like Brit- the Brits are very staid, like not very emotional. So when I'm just like popping, yeah, up, yeah, I yeah. just become like a cowboy. No Irish. Yeah, like yeah. it's really hard not to just automatically become Southern. Like yeah, even though the regions are just not that close. No, they're not. But you are the Prince of Wales. Well, the people of Welsh, no, the Welsh people are some of my favorite. What a wonderful providence. I actually... Province? Province. And I don't know if Father ever told you this story because he hates you and he probably (laughs) didn't, but he actually gave a speech in Wales in Welsh and it was one of the most defining moments of his career. The Welsh are a very proud people, brother. Yes. I would expect nothing less. You sound like Drake and Josh. Yeah, brother, hug, hug me, me brother. brother, hug me, grandmother. Um, Grandma, can I have a hug? Sure. Okay, later. You come here. Um, we actually have a great show because yeah. we have Fast Five Stories and Southern Charm started last night, as did Keeping, keeping up, up with the Kardashians. So we've been keeping up with them Kardashian girls, and very interesting. Yes, gosh. I've heard you and Megan are really trying to cozy up to that Hollywood scene. Yes, yes, we've met Kim before. Very beautiful woman. Yes, very beautiful. Very, uh, how do you Americans say? Uh, how do we say? Uh, what do we say? The, how do you Americans say? She's very uh, hot. Uh, hot. 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 I quite enjoy the Kardashian girls. <laughs> Brother, if you actually do end up becoming acquaintances with her, do let me know. I'll have to make a visit to the States. Okay, brother. Um, okay, so I think maybe like without further ado, we should dive in. Yeah, let's dive in. It's the Toaster Ween. We got some great stories for you today. So without further ado, it is time for the Fast Five stories that you need to know. What am I saying? <laughs> Before you wake up and take a bite of your morning toast, brother. <laughs> And today's episode is brought to you by Palmer's New Hemp Oil Calming Relief Body Oil. Palmer's New Hemp Oil Calming Relief Body Oil is hypoallergenic and dermatologist approved. The Hemp Oil Calming Relief Body Oil has proven clinical results and is safe for sensitive and eczema prone skin. Hemp Oil Calming Relief Oil seals in moisture for up to 48 hours. In clinical trials, 100% of women reportedly reported visibly improved skin texture and increased skin elasticity. Um, Palmer's is the most fabulous brand out there. Like, I've been using... We've been using the uh, cocoa butter sticks, like, forever. Forever, brother. And I just feel like it's a really, like, trusted brand. Like, whatever they put out, like, I am good with it. And they have a new hemp oil calming relief body lotion that people are just absolutely loving. So... E.T. Brown Drug Co., which is the 180-year-old leader in the treatment-oriented beauty products, including Palmer's Cocoa Butter Formula, has launched Hemp Oil Calming Relief Body Lotion. Hemp seed oil calms inflammation and soothes irritation, leveraging the healing power of nature. The hemp oil collection uses cocoa butter and vitamin E ingredients to calm, soothe, and hydrate all skin types. So it's perfect for eczema-prone skin. It's free from mineral oils, parabens, sulfates, dyes, and flathlates and animal ingredients. It's hypoallergenic and safe for sensitive skin. It's dermatologist-tested, and it's available at drug and mass stores nationwide beginning fall 2020. They come in eight ounce bottles and it retails for $8. Again, all drug stores and mass stores nationwide beginning fall 2020. Make sure to check out the new hemp oil calming relief body lotion from Palmos. Palmers, sorry. Literally just a fabulous brand that like if you just want your skin taken care of in every single possible way, you should definitely check out. I love the calming relief oil from Palmos because I'm very stressed, brother. Me too, brother. What do you have to be stressed about? 
The Would you look at world. me? I don't have any bloody hair. I'm not talking to you. I don't have any bloody hair, grandmother. And you won't pay for the hair plugs. So what the fuck am I supposed to do, grandmother? Have the taxpayers pay for them. Oh, oh. my God, bloody hell. I've been balding since the time I was 12. Nobody in this fucking palace seems to give a shit. You, you don't have any money. <laughs> No, grandmother, you hold the keys to my fortune, and I can't go. I've been trying to fly Ask to Turkey. Ask your father. I've been trying. Ask your father. I've been trying to fly to Turkey for the last three years to get a special hair plug procedure, but nobody in this fucking camp family cares about anything other than bloody Harry and his bloody fucking drama. Ask your father. Jesus. Sorry to take the name, Lord's name in vain, grandmother, but I'm upset. Brother, get a job. Oh. Do some oh, Instagram sponsorships oh, like the rest oh, of us. Oh, not all of us can just rub elbows with Bob Iger and make a $50 million deal for our wives. Some of us obey the rules. Well, brother, look where I got you, bald. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> no, I just feel like William's like definitely deeply insecure about his hair. Like nobody takes him seriously. He, de- he could get it fucking fixed, okay? No, but he can't at this point because then everyone it's would know It's too late. No, but then he'd be like, he he'd be great. a speaker I for think people. He looks great. He'd be a speaker for earplugs. I'm not really hating like the bald look on me. No, I think you look great. I think he looks great. I think I look fabulous. Sorry, brother. I didn't mean to. Uh, not very royal of me. I apologize. I know you don't care about being royal, but some of us still do. Excuse me. I'm the Duke of Sussex, bitch. And not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Still, I got that trademark. No, you don't. No, you can't use it. Stay tuned for merch drop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first story is about us, brava. Uh, what, press- what is the British tabloid saying about us again? The press is saying our royal rift was sealed by fate. And Diana. And, you know, brother, that makes me feel better because this was destiny. (laughs) What are you saying? What's the story? Brother, Prince Harry and Prince William were once the closest of friends. They're for each other through thick and thin. Those were the days, brother. Those were the days. Charmingly choosing to rent a cottage together while training to become helicopter pilots in 2009. That's so cute and steamy. Yeah. Quote, I do a fair bit of tidying up after him. He snores a lot, too. He keeps me up all night long, William had said at the time. Just over a decade later, jokes are on thin ground. Mm. With William in London and Harry in Montecito, there are 5,500 miles between them. They're also in incredibly different headspaces. Quote, the rift gets more serious with every passing day. British historian Robert Lacey told the post of the feud that caught fire after Harry and wife Meghan quit the House of Windsor in March. So the rift is just, it's astronomical. How do we come back from this, brother? How do we come back to each other, brother? If I'm going to be quite honest, I'm happy, brother, on a, on a very serious note, I'm very happy for you, but I just feel as though you owe the crown an apology. Well, brother, I've been watching the crown, mm. and I Those agree. Those bloody Americans. I agree. The crown is a wonderful institution, grandmother. You are an icon, everything of the sort, and I'm sorry if I let sort. you down, but I had to do what was best for my family, and I'm sorry that that was not what was best for this family. But the monarchy is most important. I know. The you monarchy. have to protect the monarchy. I will, Gran. No, you I'll won't. Do better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll protect the monarchy from Montecito, I swear. <laughs> I'm sorry, brother. I hope we can be close again, even though you just touched your nose. <laughs> brother, I, I do. I appreciate the sentiment, but uh, I'm afraid it's too late. So the rift runs deeper, huh? The rift runs deeper. The, the historian was right. I just... 
I hope that, you know, 100 years from now, the monarchy is not permanently changed because of your actions. And I, I just, I don't know how you sleep at night. I sleep quite well. Thank you with Palmer's house boil. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand. I understand your concern, but I had to do what was best for my family, and I'll leave it at that, brother. Okay. Also, a little royal news about mom and dad. Prince Charles felt dad Prince Philip pushed him into marrying Princess Diana, the royal biographer says. This came out today, and honestly, this doesn't sound like news. I think we all knew that, especially if you watch The Crown, but also if you just like If you just like are, have a brain. He wanted to marry Camilla, Camilla Parker Bowles. <clears throat> right. He couldn't. He married Diana. Things didn't go well. He eventually married Camilla. But I guess that's news because this royal biography is saying that he told some of his friends that he felt pressurized into marrying Diana because Philip said, you've either got to marry her or let her go. You can't string a young girl along. She's only 19. You can't string her along. That's that's actually good advice, though. That is good advice. And I think that's literally exactly what we'll see in this season of The Crown premiering November 15th. Ooh, I got to catch up. Speaking of royal... You are the crown grandmother. It's in your head. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of royal autobiographies, uh, brother, I meant to tell you I had a chance to read your non-affiliated autobiography, Founding Freedom, um, and I just have to say, what a crock of shit, crock, crock of of poo, of yeah, of poo, real uh, how you Americans say uh, propaganda. <laughs> I don't know why my accent keeps going in and out. Like, um, it was yes, a- brother, I know, <laughs> but. I had to get my story out there. Yes, I understand. Feels like a gang up on Harry. Well, welcome you've been to the gone. royal family, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've been gone for so long, brother. We haven't had an opportunity to uh, talk to you about all the drummings and the uh, Cirque du Soleil around your family and your name. Gran, you said a swear word. Uh, Gran said a swear, swear word. Gran said a swear word. Gran, that's a nickel in the swear jar. <laughs> yeah, Gran. Yeah, Gran. A nickel turns your hair plugs. <laughs> a nickel? <laughs> okay, next story. Some big news in my country of America. Jost married Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost tie the knot in an intimate ceremony. Scarlett and Colin Jost have officially said, I do. The couple tied the knot in an intimate ceremony over the weekend. The Instagram account for Meals on Wheels America announced on Thursday. Right, that's what I'm confused about. So Meals on Wheels broke the story, saying we're thrilled to break the news that Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost were married over the weekend in an intimate ceremony with their immediate family and loved ones following COVID-19 safety precautions as directed by the CDC. Their wedding wish is to help make a difference for vulnerable older adults during this difficult time by supporting Meals on Wheels America. Please consider donating to celebrate the happy couple by clicking the link in our bio. So they let Meals on Wheels make the announcement so that Meals on Wheels would get press and more donations. Okay, it seems bizarre because, like, literally two of the richest people in the world, like, why don't you just give the money to Wheels on Wheels? Well, I'm going to assume that they I'm donated, assume they but donation. then they're also just using this opportunity for philanthropic cause. And as someone who's very steeped in philanthropy... Mm, yes, your book made sure to mention that 25 times. I think this is a wonderful idea. Congratulations to the Josts. Yeah, brothers trying to get them invited to the next party. I want to host SNL, Colin. <laughs> Let me on. I'll show you a real party, Colin. Honestly, I feel like that could happen. That could happen. A hundred percent. I think I'd be fabulous. Let me on, Colin. I'll show you a real party. 
We'll party like the crown. Uh, by the way, that's definitely like a remote possibility in the next five years. At least Meghan Markle. I th- oh, we could do it together. Honestly, I feel like we're more likely to see Harry than we are to see She Meghan. could perform. I could sing my favorite song. What's your favorite song, brother? What's your favorite song, brother? Five, six, seven, eight. Hey, brother. <laughs> There's an endless world to rediscover. Oh, that's Avicii. Hey, what a talent. Hey, sister. Brother. Hey, <laughs> granny. Face <laughs> hey. looks fucking crazy. Hey, <laughs> brother. It's a fucking bop grab. Oh my god, your face looks fucking nuts. Like, oh my god. Oh my god. My stomach hurts, Grand. Oh my god. Grand, I have to go party. Grand, you have some Pepto Pismo, Grand. No, ask the butts. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is too funny. Okay. Well, congratulations to the Jost. Can't wait to see you in New York when I'm be traveling there. Dude, you're like the thirsty prince. Like, Literally, like, you're using every story as, like, come to my house in Montecito, Colin. Like, you're being fucking We'll crazy. crack some jokes, man. Yes, Colin, I've got lots of jokes for Saturday Night Live. Oh, my God. The Thirsty Prince. The Thirsty Prince. Well, not Prince no more. The Thirsty right. Duke of Sussex. Not even. Not the even. The Thirsty American Citizen. <laughs> Thirsty commoner. That's literally what you are. Mm. Commoner. <laughs> Can't relate. Can't relate. Commoner. I live in a palace. <laughs> okay, next story about some other brothers. Who we, we love brothers. We love the Jonas brothers. Oh, you know, the Jonas brothers played at a state dinner. Oh, you must have mistaken as you were out. Um, Dressing up as a Nazi. Yes, that's what you were doing. Yes, yes, yes. How could we forget? But that weekend, the Jonas Brothers, they were big in America. Big. <laughs> big. What are you doing? Quite large. Large, thank you. It's hard to say big in a British accent. Large in America at the time. They were these very talented young brothers. And yes, you were busy, like I said, dressing up as a Nazi in a hotel room in Las Vegas. But you missed this state dinner where... Dinner where... <laughs> The Jonas Brothers performed. Gran quite enjoyed them, right, Gran? Quite enjoyed them. It was a lovely evening. Lovely. What's lovely. your favorite song, Gran? I like Burning Up. Gran, and you also like that new one. This for you. Oh, Roller right? Coaster? Roller Coaster. That was no, Sucker. Yeah, Sucker. That's the one you like, Gran. No, I like Roller you Coaster. You play it at night. I know what I like. The, no. I know what I like. Gran, I'm telling you, we've got it on vinyl for you. Oh, Gran, for your gramophone. But yes, like I said. Gramophone? Bro- That's like a, where you play a record. Gramophone, oh. right? Yes, but Harry, he wasn't there. Where was he? Oh, right, yes. He was dressing up as a Nazi Must in Las Vegas. Must you continue Vegas. to bring that up, brother? I just couldn't remember why you weren't at the state dinner. And then I remembered. Oh, right. It's because you were dressing up. Well, oh, yeah, as a Nazi. Hmm. I'm sorry. You must have been hanging I'm out sorry. with with Granddaddy Philip too much. Shade. 
Well, our favorite other brothers, the Jonas Brothers, are ready for the holidays with a new song, I Need oh, You Christmas. It's so good. It's so good. So Christmas good. came early for the Jonas Brothers fans, including Queen Elizabeth Snitch. The band of brothers released a nostalgic-dripped Christmas ballad Thursday called I Need You Christmas, the lyri- lyrics of which celebrate the kind of joy 2020 could really use right now. It's a really good. It's hard to make original Christmas music. Yeah. Pretty much everyone just puts out like an album of covers. They did one last year too. <clears throat> it's really good this one. I really well, enjoyed they put it. Out last year? Um, you know, their faces were all in the ornaments for the promo. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my god, I can't remember. Yeah, but this one's good. I think this one might make the Jackie Ho 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 playlist. Oh, what a prestigious honor. Yes. I like the song a lot. Nick actually sounds very good on it. You know, I take any opportunity to jab at Nick, but he sounds really good. Yeah, I'm just talking back to Toasterweens of years past where the Jonas Brothers were on this show. We're on the same show that the Jonas Brothers were once on, brother. Gran, who's your favorite brother? Joe. Joe. Because I love Sophie Turner. Oh, were you a oh. fan of the Game of Thrones, mother? Grandmother? She is the crown jewel of this country, Gran. Truly making Great Britain proud all across the U.S. We love Sophie. We love Sophie. We do And love. we love that show, don't we, Gran? We used to watch together. No, we didn't. Before you left the family for good. Well, that was after the finale. I said, why would I stay here? There's nothing to watch on TV. There's nothing left for me here. <laughs> no more Sundays with Gran. I'm gone. Gran, what do you say we get a spot of tea after this? Harry, sorry, I know you can't come, but Gran, spot of tea? I would love one. Great, Maybe great, some great. Um, crumpets and yes. cookies? Yes, I'll have the butler. I'll let them know. Mm-hmm. I'm hungry too, Gran. Could I have a... You don't, don't get to eat. Don't they have... um? McDonald's, where you're from? Yes, and it's very good. Thank you for reminding me. I'm going to go for a McFlurry. (laughs) Okay, next story. Next story. This is actually really beautiful. Kanye West gave Kim Kardashian a hologram of her dad for her birthday. Holograms are the new candy gram. Kim Kardashian revealed that husband Kanye surprised her with an unusual present for her 40th birthday this week. A hologram message from her deceased father, Robert Kardashian. Kim announced the gift on Twitter, calling it the most thoughtful gift of a lifetime and a special surprise from heaven. It is so lifelike, she added. We watched it over and over, filled with emotion. Robert, who died in 2003, says you're 40 and all grown up. You look beautiful just like when you were a little girl. I watch you and your sisters and brothers and the kids every day. Well, you know, I saw a lot of people being like, this is so weird. Like, please don't ever do this for my birthday. And... Even Meghan McCain was like this. And, you know, Meghan McCain is very vocal about like grieving her dad. And she was like, honestly, like nobody, please don't ever do this for me. Like, it's so weird. I think it's so nice. But see, the thing is, is that the Kardashians lost their dad at like a similar age that we did. And it's like, honestly, when you lose your dad at a young age and it's literally been so long, like you literally forget like what they look like and like their mannerisms. So I could see how people would think that this is weird. But I actually like think we relate to the Kardashians. And I think that this is actually very cool because so much time has passed and you were so young and like you didn't get that much time with them. Like Meghan McCain lost her dad now like she's i don't know how old she is but she's in her 30s like that's a lot of time where it's like kim and everyone they lost their dad when they were like 15 16 so that's like when we did and you like literally don't remember them so like a hologram is like crazy crazy when i but when i first read the headline i was like oh this is gonna be weird and then i watched the video and i was just like thinking of what that would be like for us if it were for us and like that would be the most amazing thing especially yeah. because like people who have lost their parents as adults like you're parent has like met your partner met your hopefully met your kids like you sees have where pictures of them on your phone sees like where your life is now and has told you that they're proud of mm-hmm. you but if you've lost a parent like 10 15 20 years ago and then they literally are being brought to life and like right. saying the sweetest things 
I think that this is like the most amazing gift ever. Like literally yeah. a gift from heaven. And it did seem extremely lifelike. Yeah, yeah, no, I thought it was so sweet. And like people were like making fun of it. I just feel like Kim's having a bad week. But <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was so sweet. And like I understood exactly why she thought it was so special. Yeah. Like honestly, it's the most creative gift I've ever 100%. heard of. And people aren't, some people, they're not here for it. And I actually can understand that because when I saw the headline, I was like, nah. But in practice, I think it's an amazing gift. I it's agree. not it's truly not for everyone. No. But I think there are people who would absolutely love Appreciate this. it. So mm -hmm. if anyone wants to make me a hologram, let me know. How much yeah. do you think that is? I don't know. I feel like he just has hologram technology in his studio and right. just like put it towards this. And like Elon Musk just like came over and programmed it. Yeah. Like I think it was free. Yeah, like you make holograms of like artists on tour. You can, you know, right. he probably just went into that studio, like booked some time and made right. a hologram. Mm. But I guess like the, I don't know. I don't understand how they can, like, get his, like, mannerisms and his voice. Like, and, that's yeah, and his, like, language. Right. Him saying, like, things. Poofy. Yeah. I'm sure they used old videos and stuff. It really is interesting. You know, I thought it was really sweet and very cool, and I liked it. I liked it, too. I understand not for everyone, but I'm here for it. Me, too. Are you ready for a fifth and final story? A fifth and final? Yeah. Fifth and final. Yeah, bruv. Let's do it, bruv. Because Hello. someone you mentioned, Elon Musk, Grimes reveals her five-month-old son with Elon Musk is into radical art. He just actually is. No, I mean, I too. What's a radical art? Ask grandmother. At five months, I was into literature. That's why I'm going to be the next king and not you. But literature, radical art, like lots of... Well, Elon, I think this is fabulous. If you want to give me a call, we can <laughs> talk about it. The Thirsty Prince strikes again. Grimes has a mini art critic on her hands. The singer revealed that her son at nearly six months old is already forming his own opinions in an interview with the New York Times. Arguing that babies do have taste, she said that they definitely like some things, they don't like other things, they fully have opinions. I do agree with that, 100%. but I wouldn't necessarily like call... Actually, I think I would call Kayla an art critic. So. Well, that's what I was going to say. So our niece, Michaela is similar age as AEX12, Angel, 52, 97, mm -hmm. 81. And she calls him X for short, by the way. Got it. Um, I think that Michaela is definitely showing signs of like extreme interest in radical art and literature and poetry and cinema. And I believe that five month olds are definitely, while they may not articulate their interests, they definitely have very strong views on radical art. I agree. Like my son Archie, he's a, a radical art critic as well. If you want to get the kids together, Elon, maybe we could talk <laughs> shop. 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 Brother, I could tell you're losing your British accent quite a bit ever since journeying over to the States. Yes, the States have been very influential on me. Howdy, y'all. I'm <laughs> Prince Harry. <laughs> How y'all doing? It's me, Prince Harry, <laughs> all the way from Cambridge. <laughs> now living in Montecito. Mon it's fabulous. How's Montecito? Oh, brother, you've got to come this time of year. It is fabulous. None of that British rain and sludge. We've got sunshine and bikinis. You've got sunshine and, and poor air quality, so I hope you enjoy that, brother. Thank you, brother. Nothing like the British smog. Always raining on my parade. No wonder you're a Brit. Always raining. <clears throat> hey, Gran, how you doing, Gran? Gran, it's Gran. It's oh, Gran. Fabulous. I'm hungry. Me I'm too, Gran. Gran, please join Gran, me. Gran, don't this. worry. We'll get a spot of tea after this and I'll take care of you. I'll get you biscuits and crumpets and all the things you like. Scones. Those little blueberry scones that they make down at the bakery. I know you like those, Gran. <laughs> yes, I do. Gran, could I come, please? Gran, I'm so hungry. <laughs> 
I don't think so. No. It's royals only. It's royal stuff, yeah. Grand. (laughs) Sorry, brother. I couldn't use a spot of tea, But you could, you could try Sears. Why don't you go get a coffee? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Why grand. don't you go with your, with your New York friends and get some coffee, Harry? Oh, grand, please. Grand. Grand. Um, let's move into our TV recap segment. Yes, let's move right into it. I've been watching a lot of TV in America. They've got fabulous shows. The reality TV uh, that we was on last night was Keeping Up with the Kardashians and Southern Charm started. Yes, I watched Kardashians first. Let's start there. Okay, I watched Southern Charm first, so how do we know who gets to go first? Oh, brother, no. it's an age-old question between us. Keeping up Kardashians. Um, it was really good, actually. Like, yes. I feel like in a lot of ways, it felt like a PSA for, like, coronavirus. You yes, know what I mean? it really did. And it was virtually filmed, which was so crazy. But they did an amazing yeah. job with the two camera angles. And then they had uh, interviews that they clearly, like, filmed in their homes months later. And I thought they did such a good job. Like, I didn't feel like I was watching, like, a torturous Zoom. virtual experience. I totally agree. I thought, tech-wise, it was really, really well done. And how much, like, they were willing to show. Because, like, Kim was literally, with the four kids, Kanye was quarantined, and I don't think she had any of her staff. So she was literally, like, taking care of all four kids full-time while they were in school and still managed to film. And then Chloe's like, literally on death's door, and she's still managing to film, too. But it's like, where was Courtney, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, I guess then they showed, like, Courtney and Scott went to Palm Springs yeah. with the kids, which was cute. And it's nice to see them, like, together and, like, put some, like, pieces together with the headlines of, like, Courtney and Scott are right. quarantined together. Like, what does this mean? It means that they both love their kids and want to spend time right. with them. Um, I loved, like, seeing so much of Chloe's bedroom. Like, it's literally the most beautiful bedroom. Like, I thought dream, the same thing. Dream bedroom. I'm like, I felt bad that she was so sick and li- like, literally couldn't leave her room. But I'm like, of all the places to be quarantined, like, her li- her bedroom has, like, a living room I off know. the side. And then, like, her, I'm sure her master be- beth- bathroom is so sick. Like, I was obsessed with her room, too. Like, yeah. her bed looks so comfortable. So comfortable. She's really, like, has a nice decorating style. I feel like her decor is like the most unique no I feel like Kim's is like super unique but Chloe's is like the most livable and like where you would actually want to live yeah 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 Kylie also though yeah yeah oh yeah Kylie we got a little bit of Kylie yeah yeah it was like kind of lame no and it's also like give me something or don't yeah and she already like shared that on Snapchat like that was a story like that she had said that she had to quarantine for her pregnancy but by the way Kim literally looked so beautiful like running around Calabasas like just walking over to her mom's house and like walking around her house like while the kids were in school like her face and her hair like she looked so stunning yeah she really did she really does it all I liked the episode because I felt like it really symbolized what a lot of people were going through in quarantine which is like one being lonely two like worrying worrying so deeply about like your older family members like when they were just like worried for MJ because like she had already been quarantined for two months because of her hip surgery and now she wasn't gonna be able to leave and like they were just like crying and Chris was like please call MJ today like it's so sad and that's what like a lot of people were dealing with I feel like they actually did a really good job of like capturing the um, like the vibe of what lockdown was especially like the first week yeah the first few weeks like really missing your family yeah and feeling lonely yeah but when kim was like should we go to wyoming like because she had a house like that is just the vibe like to be able to be like should we just like go to wyoming but they didn't no i know because of connie couldn't fly Mm -hmm. and neither could mj yeah but when MJ finally got to Palm Springs, I felt like a, a wave. I knew. Of- I, I was like, wow, she should stay there. Like, yeah. they just went for lunch, I feel like. Like, it, I don't think she was moving in. Like, I think just Chris was just getting her out of the house for, like, a day. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think she was staying there. But I feel like she should have. Me too. I don't know. She probably has all her things at home, like, and likes her space. Yeah, and I feel like the older you get, like, everyone worries about you in your house. But, like, you actually like being home. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I thought it was a great episode. I felt so bad for Chloe. You could actually tell, like, when she was starting to feel better. Like, she was literally, you know when you get, like, really sick or, like, you're really, really not feeling well and then, like, you feel so much better and, like, you are literally so grateful to God, like, for this gift. Yeah. She, like, she was becoming, like, a preacher. She was like, God bless us all. The Lord brought me out of this. Like, I know that feeling when you're in so much pain and you don't know, like, if you're going to die and, like, God brings you out of it. You become a woman of God. And, like, literally Chloe was like, Praise be. Like, May God bless us all. Yeah, she said that like a million times. And like, I knew exactly what she meant. I can't believe how bad she got it. I know. Like, like right like, at the beginning. And she didn't even go to Paris. Like, she was like being super careful. And it was crazy how they were like, Kanye and Chloe were so sick. Like, so, so sick. And they were like, maybe it's Corona. Now it's like, if you have those symptoms, of like, course. duh, finished. But it was very dramatic with like, Kim Kardashian West, test negative. Yes. Kanye West, positive. Khloe Kardashian, positive. It was really, like, eerie. Yeah, very eerie. Really good episode. Really well done filming. I think some of the best Quarantine. virtual content, if not the best, that we I agree. Seen. I agree. And good for Kim and Khloe, once again, for putting the show on their backs. Right. Even right. when Khloe was literally on death's door. Right. Like, she literally just set up a camera, like, 24 hours in her room. And, while like, she was being, mi- like, miserable. She, it's not like she turned it on to, like, go cough in her bed. Like, no. she was just, like, letting herself be filmed, like, being so sick. Totally. Um, and then Southern Charm was back. And you know what? I actually thought it was, like, a great episode. It's, it usually is. Yeah. And I love um, that new guy. Like, I really ship him in Madison. I know. Okay. So, we need to talk about there's new, is he a new cast member? Was that, like, announced? Yes, there's two. Yes. And that girl who's friends with Cameron. Yes. And so this is what I think happened because um, I remember her from other seasons and like she's really like one of Cameron's best friends. And I think Cameron brought her on the show and was like, come on the show. And it was like, great. And then I think like Cameron was supposed to do this season, Mm -hmm. but heard that like it was starting off with like Catherine talking about her husband having an affair. And she was like, nope, I'm done with this show. Like, fuck this. Yeah. And that's why her friend's on it, but she's not. And that's why they were like, is Cam coming to the party? Because like, they weren't they, sure. They wouldn't ask that about someone who's not a cast member anymore. I agree. But they thought she was still going to be a cast member. And it's clear that she decided like, once they started filming, like, no, 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 I'm not doing this anymore. And even though like, Catherine was so wrong to say those things, especially if they're not true. And even if they are true, like, it's just not her business. Like, I understand why Catherine is. I'm sorry. No, I'm 100% on team Catherine. Like, I understand why Catherine will be mad at Cameron forever. To the, to the day she dies. Yeah. And by the way, it's, I, don't, I, I don't know if those rumors are, are, aren't true, but I heard them too. And it was like a, maybe a year ago, probably around the time that this was filming. Like I heard all that. There were all those like Instagrams of people being like, I met her husband, whatever. Like there were legitimate rumors. And like, why, why does Cameron get protected when literally Ka- Catherine's rehab, her custody, her relationship with Thomas, none of them, none of that got protected. No, like it was like, literally all put on display. And Cameron was like the self in. And she put herself in charge as like the moral compass of the show. So like she was the narrator and like whatever she said goes. Honestly, whoever she liked, you liked whoever like she was against, you were against. And she literally. I'm so team Catherine. Fueled so much of the dislike against and Catherine. And she did apologize. And, yeah, and she knows that. And like we all know that. But I understand. She never got her ass handed to her in the way that she deserved to. In the way that she handed it to so many people. Even though like we love her and she's like so funny and she is such a great person. Like. She was real. She really went really hard on Catherine for yeah. a number of years, and now Catherine. Like, and she, she was wrong. Now Catherine can finally get her revenge, and I don't like think that that's how it should go. An eye for an eye. But I understand why Catherine feels that way. Hundred percent. No, I was actually like, I'm like, go. Like the way that 
She did it more intentionally, whereas like Cameron, the way, what she did to Catherine was like over many years and was way more sneaky. But I don't know, part of me just like did not feel bad at all. Like, yeah, sorry. Th- first of all, this is what it's like on a reality show. And B, especially this type of reality show where people's dirty laundry has been aired for years. And most of it was Catherine's. Yeah, I understand my Catherine. Like I, I wouldn't have done it, but I understand my Catherine didn't care. And Catherine was just going to say. And something. she looked great. And Catherine when, when has they, finally embraced a middle part. And I'm so excited about yeah, it. Yeah. And when they were flashing back to like the things that Catherine has, Cameron has said about Catherine, they didn't even really choose the worst ones. They just like chose ones where she was like not interested in Catherine drama. Uh-huh. But like she was very hard on Catherine for so many years. I agree 100%. So. That's how I feel about that. I think Craig is like literally the world's best friend. Like he's mm-hmm. able to be a friend to Catherine and Cameron at yep. the same time. Um, and I think everything that he did in that situation was right. Like he knew that this shouldn't come up on camera. Like he's re- and he told that to, to Catherine. The, yeah. He's telling Cameron what's happening. I think he's doing a great job. What I like about Southern Charm is that like I really genuinely like most of the cast. Yeah, me too. And honestly, like I was really hating Shep last season, but I feel like he's having like a come to Jesus moment. He's in a relationship. He started therapy. Like he like he was such an asshole last Horrible. season, especially to Madison. And then that Instagram story thing. I can't believe they put that in the show. Like yeah. he was just obviously like in a bad place in his life. And I like love that they're addressing it head on. And it seems like he's really like in a good place with like this very normal girl who's like bringing him down to earth. Yeah. No, I, I look forward to watching the rest of that journey. Also, oh, this is what I was going to say. I genuinely like most of the cast, and the people who, like, I've hated are gone. Me too. Like, Ashley. Yep. Landon. Yep. Thomas. I thought <gasps> seeing Thomas. Was chills. Chilling. It yes. It was so eerie. Yes. And he's part of the cast now, from what I've heard. Really? Yeah, I thought, like, or maybe not, like, a full cast member, but, like, he's going to be on the show. And I just think that is so weird. I think it's wrong. I think it's wrong, and it was so weird to see him. And the other person who I fucking hate who never got what was deserved but on can the I show. Guess? Patricia? No. Oh. Oh, but we should talk about her. JD. Oh, agreed. But he was also never a full-time cast member. No, but like he did so much damage and so much shit talking and, and another one who just went so hard on Catherine and then all his chickens came to roost yep. and we never saw it on the show. It was just like in Charleston press like that yeah. he's literally like bankrupt and a fraud and like a literal piece of shit. And like a predator. Yeah. So that, like, I'm glad that all the people that I really don't like are, are gone. gone. It makes it much more pleasant to watch. To watch a bunch of people who, like, I actually think are, I are like. Are good people. And I, I love Madison and Austin. I don't know if they're endgame because, like, when she was just talking to that guy and, like, they have kids. And it's, like, it's true. Like, and Patricia said it really well. Like, Austin is a frat boy. And, like, yes, Madison is just in a different place in her life. Like, she has kids and she's really so mature. Like, even just watching her morning routine with her kid. Like, my God, she's so busy and Austin's still asleep. Like, I actually feel what Patricia was saying. Yes, I feel like what she was saying, too. And I want to see where this goes. Maybe it will, even if, I do sort of think Madison and Austin are endgame. They, like, can't quit each other. Yeah. And she's, like, such a smart girl. Yeah. She just loves him. So, but maybe her, you know, wandering off with, like, this guy will, will inspire Austin to step it up. Yeah, but, like, we've been waiting for Austin to, we've been waiting for all these dudes, like, step it up, like, since we met them. But Craig is stepping it up. I was just going to say that. Shep is trying to step it up. Yep, I agree. So? Yeah. Patricia. I just hate her. Like, I, I just don't understand why this older woman is why literally... Why was she at Chep's party? Yeah, and she was like, where's the catering? I'm like, this is a fucking party where people get blacked out, Patricia. You want to go out to dinner, go across the street to the steakhouse. But, like, that's not what it is. Like, she, like her being at that party makes no sense. Like, and her, like, having parties at her house, dinner parties at her house, where literally every person there is 30 years old, like, makes no sense. And I just think, like, if we're not going to, you know, 
at least talk about how weird it is, then I can't get on board. I feel like you and I always talk about how weird it is. And it's like, finally she's coming around, but she is another one who was so, so horrible about Catherine. And Catherine has forgiven her and they've moved on and they have a friendship. But I just feel like so much, so many people in this cast were just on the wrong side of history. I know, and I don't know how Catherine works with them. Like, they're so evil. I know. But, you know, Catherine's not perfect either. So yeah. it's that. And they, they really all seem to be like actually friends. Yeah. And that's why the show really works. I thought yes. it was a good episode. It looks like it's going to be a really good season. One person who left who I miss is Chelsea. Yeah. I really liked her. And Naomi. And Naomi. But I understand. Like, I yeah. understand. I actually respect I, people who know when to walk away. Agreed. Like, Tinsley. Like, yeah. you know, there's a time for everything. And there's also a time to say goodbye and so and for you apparently that was this year when you decided to move to Canada yes 2020 has been a crazy one hasn't it been brava well honestly at Buckingham Palace it's been relatively unchanged seeing as how the staff has all been quarantined with us and we're really living at regular regular pace although a lot of our state visits have been derailed which has been lovely for Gran and I we're spending lots of time in the garden drinking tea she's gotten very very close with Catherine my wife I don't know if you know her um and it's just been wonderful for the family we've never been closer wouldn't you agree Gran it's true well I've never been closer with my family brother so I'm glad we're all living the lives that we so choose Choose. yes I I agree brother and you know after all is said and done, family's family. Family is family. Put her there. Uh, oh, brother. Oh, clammy. Oh, my God. I've got a lot on my plate, brother. Anything else the royals want to say before we wrap up this Toastoween 2020? Gran, thank you for coming on our show. Thank you for having me. It is an honor to have a woman of your stature. Truly stature. an honor. Snitch, we miss you. I miss you guys, too. Oh, yes, Snitch. Like, we have Snitch on the toast. I'm under here, too. We haven't had the Snitch cam in forever. How are you? Did you miss us? Yes, I did. But you're living life, and you're just happy, and you don't want to come back here. Exactly. How's Knowles? She's so good. She's fabulous. She's really growing up. It's really sad, but she's she's great. She's got her own personality. Like She she, is in another world. She's going to get a cell phone soon, like, be texting all her friends. Like, you'll never see her. Harry, how? Oh, how's Bruno? I mean, like, I had asked off camera, but yes. He's really good. He's so cute. I met him yesterday. And Lethal, what did you think of the man? So fucking cute. Like, oh my God. Like, I love him so much. He's so cute. He just has, like, such great energy. You know, he's very zen, I feel. I can't believe you have a puppy. I know. It's It's so crazy. I'm so excited to get the the group together. They'll bring the family together, the children. We literally have so many dogs. We have, like, what do they call it? Like a. A troop. No, like. When you give birth, like the litter. We have a litter. <laughs> we do. We have so many dogs. We've got to get the kids together to play. Yes, bring them to the garden. Oh, I forgot you're not allowed back at Buckingham Maybe you Palace. Maybe give me a visitor's pass for the day. Maybe. For Archie. I'll talk to mother about it for and we'll Archie. see. We'll talk to mother and we'll see. That's all I can say. For Archie. For Archie. For Archie. Doctor for Archie. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else anyone wants to say before we wrap this no. mother up? We hope everyone has a happy, happy Halloween. Can't Stay wait to safe. see. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Tell, Margaret, keep going. Grand, tell them. Vote. Vote. Tell them all, Margaret. What else do they need what to do? You, what else? Where else do you have to wash say? Your face, wash, wash your face. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Be with people. Don't be, be nice. alone. Be nice to people. Be nice. Treat people with kindness. Don't troll anyone's Instagram like yeah, this weekend. If you can try. Take care of mental health. Yeah. Just take care of yourself, guys. It's hard out there. Listen to the Listen ca- to the, the motherfucking queen, queen. The literal queen. Listen to her. And as always, 
God save the Queen. God, and with that, we have adieu, adieu. God save the Queen. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone. We hope you enjoyed Toasterween 2020, and we will see you back on Monday for a regular episode. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.